It's Thursday, October 20th, and you're tuned in to the Tinnaby Podcast. I'm Vince. I'm Anthony. And this is the Geek Chic Culture Show. We talk about all the cool things in the whole wide world. I don't know if you know this, but apparently we're moving into a recession. Dude, I've been hearing about it for months at the office. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all like, this shit is going to suck. But then it just keeps not happening. So. Yeah, but then like I've been having moments this past week where I feel like it the signs are there it's coming yeah only because i have a couple like i wouldn't say pre-orders but let's just say wait-listed items yeah. that i've been trying to get for a while mm-hmm. and this week i've been getting calls from different outlets about how would you like this item i have it available now for you and you're like no no yeah exactly that's basically what i'm doing Give me like, the thing i ordered yeah okay so i don't know except for one item okay as you know i bought a car you did but i've had... i assume that's what you were hinting at with the previous no, example no no i'm talking about bikes and watches oh, okay but like um the car i got a call from the guy he's like i got an update on your car okay i was like what's up and he's like the update is there is no update <laughs> why <laughs> And I didn't know how to respond to that because I was like, okay, is he being really courteous or like at this point, he's just an asshole. Like I couldn't, I didn't know where the line was. When was the last time that he had like called about the car? September. That's so, what? Not even a month? Yeah. So like the beginning of September. So like, I just didn't know. I was like, okay, thanks for thinking of me. Okay. But, uh, what? Why? Yeah. Why are you? calling me yeah it kind of blew my mind i was like okay well that sucks <laughs> but <laughs> well, what am i gonna do yeah like oh well big whoop i feel like you've been waiting on this car for like 10 years now uh it's not as long as you think okay it's just april really yeah hmm. so that's what six months all right right may to october i thought it's at least been a year but maybe i just no. been hearing about it no it's only been six months at the most and i think if you put your name down now for one they they quote you for a year mm-hmm so we'll see i don't know whatever hopefully it comes in spring that's so. still so far but i don't want it in the winter why not just get all that salt on the other carriage baby exactly i don't yeah. want it in the winter you gotta get that that coat that anti-salt no. coat anti-rust coating i don't want to have to worry about paying for all these things when i get it so right. i want to just do stuff anyways speaking of doing stuff stuff happened this week wouldn't you know oh a bunch of stuff happened this week tons of stuff tons, tons of stuff you know Last week, was it who was it that is decided that online game streaming is not dead? Google. But didn't they say it's dead? Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, they said it was dead. They're like, bruh, it's the Stadia cannot go on. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. And then that was the week before that was Logitech being like, oh yeah, check out our sick cloud only switch. Yeah. And then Google came back and said, we got yeah, we got bad news. Stadia's gone. Yeah, but we got Google Chromebook streaming I, games. Yeah, streaming laptops. gaming laptops, yes. Well, guess who else is stepping into the ring? <sighs> I thought cloud gaming was dead. What's going guess on? Guess who's stepping into the streaming gaming space? Apple. No. Oh, okay. Netflix. What? That's the one. Huh? Netflix. I believe they had like a Q three investor call mm-hmm. and they had announced that yes they're stepping into the streaming cloud gaming services yep i don't know when but it's probably gonna sometime happen next year so be on the lookout for that but the big announcement 
is they're going to crack down on account sharing outside your household. I heard about this. And the way they're going to do it is I believe if they find a user outside of your home address, you get charged an additional $2 on your account. Per time they catch you no no per month oh per month so like like if if my sister has it right she's in a different house so that just means that it's my current plan plus two bucks that's still cheaper it's cheaper than buying buying another one but but like nah yeah it's a little bit dirt nasty it's it's a nah is it is it two dollars per person outside of the house like if there's like three houses on the one account you know how your account has different profiles yeah I think the way they said every additional profile they're going to charge you if one of those profiles appears outside of your household. Dude, it's time to invest in NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, geez, that kind of kind of blows. That's kind of dirty. But the other thing they announced, and they kind of like shadow announced it, Okay, was that Netflix on their base tier, mm-hmm. their basic tier, the cheapest tier, one screen only. Yep. I think 1080p max. I believe so. You're going to be served with ads. I thought the ad tier was a separate tier. No, it's the low tier. So, okay. So now, because well, when I mean, they, they originally announced it, it sounded like the ad tier was going to be a tier below the base tier. No, no, it is the base tier. That's brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah. We just re- They just reinvented TV at this point. It's happening. That It's Happening. Have they mentioned like what the ads are going to be like? Like, is it going to be like television length ads in between your shows? Or I I couldn't tell you, but I imagine it's probably going to follow somewhere down the lines of what YouTube does with mid rolls. But mid so the thing with mid roll ads on YouTube is that they're like five to fifteen seconds max or thirty. Oh yeah, but you skip those at ten seconds. Sometimes you don't have the option. You you've had the op- you've had a point where you couldn't skip a 30 minute ad that's right i backed out of the video then i reclicked i've never had that happen to me that's crazy how um, often do you watch youtube on your playstation very little exactly because i have my whole setup around my pc now yeah and you have ad blocker but even when i watch it on my phone yeah on the playstation it's definitely or like if you watch youtube via like you know how televisions have software yeah we watch it through there yeah jesus christ that's insane yeah it's, it's wild <laughs> have you seen have you heard about the things youtube tests on like their beta accounts no they tried doing 10 unskippable ads in a row dude what are they twitch they're trying to make a they're just trying to recoup lost cost dude they've never made a profit all right just admit no it's a bad business model you're right you're right they have never made a profit but now they're just like really in the deficit because of the way content is moving towards 4k Hmm. and maybe maybe like that's like one of the things where it's like Anything beyond, to me still, anything beyond 1080p is like a luxury. No, for sure it is. Right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, just just put that shit behind YouTube Red. Like, you want to watch shit in 2K and 4K, just put that behind YouTube Red. So, first of all, Red doesn't exist. It's just premium. Whatever. Just put it behind YouTube Premium. And that's the big, that's the next thing they're testing. They put yeah. 4K behind the premium tier. That is that is less aggressive. Less, to me, I would be fine with that change. Yeah, I think I would too. I would hate yeah. it because then it would get me to buy. Yeah. But, but then you'd also have no ads ever. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. So like those are, it's a weird, it's a weird world we're yeah. moving into. And like, then you can watch the Vsauce exclusive series Minefield, only available on YouTube Red. But still, <laughs> the idea that like I thought like the day has come where now I'm like, yeah, I think I'll pay for YouTube. Like what? Yeah. It, what? It's, it's definitely one of those things where like 
this shit worked the 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 way the internet worked was because everything was so jank. Yeah. Right. Everyone was low t- like low quality. We dealt with it because it was free. But now that the internet is mainstream and everybody has the internet and nobody watches cable anymore, the demands go up. But you cannot meet those demands on the same jank business model. Yeah, it's it's messed up stuff. So it's messed up. You know what else? No, it's still free though. What? 4chan.org. <laughs> Just get all your gifts there. Yeah. It's hard to argue though. YouTube is the that's where all the content lives. Yeah, and it's one of it's one of those things where it's kind of it's also kind of scary to look at YouTube and be like, this is the only video platform. Like who's using Vimeo? Nobody. Who's using Live Leak? People who upload like Chinese factory gore videos. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and then like you go to World Star Hip Hop to see some ratchet ass shit. Like there's there's no there's no competitor. And the thing with that is it's too expensive for anybody to be a competitor. Yeah. If, right? if Google can't be like we want to eat these costs, then yeah. no one can. Not even that fucking Microsoft. Yeah. When they tried to make their Twitch competitor, they lasted six months. Mm. And they're like, we out, kids. Instead, we're going to spend $18 billion, whatever the fuck it is, to buy Activision. Like, if that's, they got, a, that's a smarter play. If they got that kind of money to throw around and even they couldn't compete with yeah. Twitch, like an established channel, that's crazy. Yep, yep, yep. There really is going to have to be like some sort of... You know, like back in like the forties, it was like the, they broke up the banks or whatever. Yeah, like there's gonna be like the the breaking of uh like entertainment industries. Probably, there's probably gonna have to be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's some interesting stuff. That's crazy. I can't believe it's the base tier. I thought they were gonna make a separate lower tier. Nah, it's the base tier. So, is this mean that technically the base tier is now a, a lower price than it was before? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Right. Yes. Um. Brutal. Okay. That sucks. That sucks. You know what sucks? Well, it actually depends. All right. Tell me. G4 TV, baby. Dude. Attack of the show? Kevin Pereira? Olivia Munn? Yeah. Or who's the other girl on there? Uh, no, that was uh, X-Play. No. Adam Sessler and Morgan, Morgan Webb. Webb. Morgan Goddamn. Webb. Anyways, grew up with G4 TV. Yeah, G4. My, my uh, aunt and uncle had um, satellite TV. Mm. So whenever I'd go over, I'd run up there and try and watch uh, G4 because we didn't have it at home. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. G4 TV is where I learned that sex sells. It does. Like, I know women are attractive, but that was like the first time it was in my demographic and being targeted at me. Yeah. And like Morgan Webb was doing something and be like, mm. oh, I understand why they yeah, they have this pretty lady here. True um it wasn't you mean it wasn't that uh that rayman ad where he's pissing at the urinal certainly not <laughs> certainly not <laughs> in uh, egm definitely no? not god damn yeah and then olivia munch showed up and it was all over and i was like ah shit anyways and you're like i have awoken <laughs> <laughs> pretty much i have sentience now <laughs> i understand i understand um and then they whatever they died at the just before like the whole video game mainstream yep thing yep. came alive yep. g4 tv they were stuck on cable yeah yeah it just it just died anyways they came back like a year ago mm-hmm. well actually that's a lie they came back less than a year was, ago. has it been less than a it's year less that, than a year for the amount of news i hear about g4 tv yeah it's i thought it was longer been less than a year and they're shutting their doors again oh <laughs> lights homies <sighs> did they say like what i assume it was just like people weren't watching but yeah i think investors said like they tried to push it but 
you know like when an audience just doesn't bite just doesn't bite i think it just goes to show that we're or at least the audience for this kind of stuff is more into personalized content that inf- that influencers provide as opposed to these big yeah um yeah. production studios but you know what didn't help g4 what them constantly shitting on their core demographic at any chance they had no that, that's what you gotta do <laughs> that's what you gotta do like they basically treated them like like pay pigs what was that that girl with the silver hair she like went on like a fucking rant about like gamers and stuff i have no and, like, idea gamer, I, I forget her name but like there every time they were in the news it was like adam Sessler and then some lesbian with a silver haircut is dunking on gamers calling them all misogynist assholes is this the recent g4 yeah oh, I this is no the idea. current one and they just constantly were like just shitting on the people who would watch them and it's like well okay that's one way to create an audience i guess because like the only thing i know about the current g4 is that asian girls on it i have no idea gina darling i want to say her name is darling i don't know i think that's, that's a, her username her id uh, handle okay but the only reason I know her is because, like, do you remember back in the day when, like, Nigahiga was big and, like, JK News and Wang Fu? Yeah. I think she was on the JK News thing. Oh, I know this girl. But then, I've like, seen her before. Yeah, but she looked like that, like, 10 years ago. And I'm like, how old is this girl? Dude, Asian don't raisin. But anyways, yeah, th- uh, bye-bye, G4. Yeah, I, I, I guess. You didn't do anything. Adam Sussler just went on, was angry, and then <laughs> they shit on their court audience. I don't know what the fuck you expect. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Someone had to. Someone had to do it. Yeah, Someone everyone, had to do it. Everyone was being too nice to chat. So exactly. we had to throw some, some shit at them. Bunch of losers. Uh, That's ne- what we did. Uh, and look where we are now. Next up, Xbox Elite Controller 2 has officially hit Xbox Studios Design Lab. If you've ever wanted to create your own Elite Bro, 2 controller I do. in any color you want, it's I, available. I do. I have. Ah. I didn't buy it, but you I did through, design you, it. You went through the design process, right? So what's interesting here is you have to buy the controller and all the elite components separately. It's not yeah. just a package deal. Well, you can get just the controller if you want. But come on. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like when on. they when they announce the controller too and they're like the base model will only come with the controller and you're like, "Really? Huh?" Yeah, it's like the shitty thing about this is if you design the base controller, it costs as much as if you're just to buy the regular elite with everything in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're spending basically an extra a hundred bucks to get everything in the colors you want. Yeah, worth it. Kind of is like the the oh, there's diff- an Overwatch one. Well, you can make it yourself. Oh, no, you no, know? no, no. The death. That's so boring. Yeah. Um. But yeah, th- you can like customize the ring that surrounds the joystick, and then the joystick stem separate from the. I'm, I'm looking at pad. it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I made the ugliest controller i possibly could i I know you did it was like it was like green purple yellow orange red it was like i put every i made sure no color overlapped and i almost bought it (laughs) dang cool and you you like even the the paddles at the back you can color those separate from something really? else. Yeah, it's insane. It's so crazy. It's 90 bucks Canadian. Canadian. Oh, yeah. Look at these. Right? I, I kind of want. I can't. And you can pick what um what D-pad you want, if you want the, the round one or the square one. Or, the sorry, the cross one. Why would you not want the cross? Because 
if you go if so you get the round one right on the controller but then the extra one you oh, get oh i see i see is yeah. the thing yeah, wow, yeah you yeah. can even customize the carrying case yeah. oh my yeah goodness. it's oh my goodness. it's kind of nutty not gonna lie the amount of options they give you but <laughs> as <laughs> as a gamer myself oh god you know, shut up uh i do want this like ugly ass custom thing i made in my head so <laughs> man video games have become so expensive everything's become so expensive. we're going into a recession we can't afford these controllers all right we just said it at the top oh, of the show god but they're so cool they are very cool it's true very very cool my last pick have you been keeping up with the latest formula one drama i heard there's some drama around ferrari no like people think they're cheating and they're no no, no i thought no, it was no. like the, the who's that driver that's on ferrari now the spanish guy carlos Sainz. yeah he was like in an interview being like we're really we really care about keeping under the cap yeah. and all this stuff yeah. so like i heard like people were dunking on ferrari no no that... ferrari's fine okay mercedes is fine all right red bull's not <gasps> so it's so last year formula one for the first time in its history introduced a cost cap okay your total development budget could be 145 million okay okay just to level the playing field so that it would stop teams like red bull mercedes and, F- and specifically ferrari mm-hmm. just throwing money at the problem until they became the, the winners yeah they pull a disney yeah so f1 introduced a cost cap so that is the maximum amount you could spend it does not include driver salary or else yeah no one would build a car it'd be a soapbox yeah. derby <laughs> yeah yeah so that's what you have to know i think it doesn't include driver salary and like executive level level okay. salary yeah. but everything else but like crew and yeah. like all that stuff this yeah travel costs yeah. you know logistics they're they're all in there um anyways they trialed it out in 2020, as in like they did a fake one mm-hmm. or like a mock one, just so people understood the rules. Mm-hmm. 2021 is the year they p- implemented the rules. And this is now the year after where they're verifying everyone's 2021 budget. Ooh, okay. Turns out everybody stayed within the cost cap, except one team. I assume it's Red Bull. Red Bull Racing. What did they do? Broke the cost cap. By how much? And what was the cost cap? So the cost cap is 145 million. Okay. And they said so there's actually no details. The FIA just said they broke it by 5%. <sighs> which is 7 million dollars. That's so that's a lot of money. So when you think about it, all the wording I've seen is like you spend 2 million dollars your car goes 2 tenths faster, right? Yeah. Which is it doesn't sound like a lot but in Formula 1 it that's matters. everything. It's uh, yeah. But more importantly, any money you spend in this in that year, the development and the learnings can be carried forward the following year yes so it's just a rollover effect mm-hmm. right now they haven't outlined how exactly they broke the cost cap which is why you're seeing a lot of memes like red bull's catering costs have yep. just been extraordinary Dude, that's why you gotta it's... get the primo cheese <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's like how to build a sandwich by red bull and yeah. it's just ridiculous anyways they broke it uh and everyone is up in arms over how they should be punished because technically five percent falls within the category of a minor breach mm-hmm but a lot of people are just like cheating is cheating. You broke it. Yeah, and and like you said, the roll the rollover effect of like now they have technically a five percent lead yeah. on the rest of the competition in years yeah. going forward. Yeah, and if they just can eat the fine, why wouldn't they just keep breaking it? So, and that's the big thing. If it's just a fine. Then other teams will be like, if that's the case, why don't we just all yeah, break like, it? Like, I don't give a fuck, right? I'm going to go double. So what's really curious is how they're going to be punished. Because I think that will be said, that sets the precedent if people will break it. Uh, and there's a lot of quotes going back to 2019, 2020, when FIA would be like, if you 
so much as we go over like a penny over, you're going to lose your world championship. And as you know, Max Verstappen won last year. Yep. So the big, you know, shadow or the big cloud around Formula One right now is, is Max Verstappen going to lose his his world championship from last year? So so the 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 thing with that punishment, yeah, is that it does affect Red Bull, yeah, for sure. But right? it affects the driver more. But it affects the driver much more, and that's very that's very much like that's draconian. Yeah, the child being punished for the sins of the father, right? Yep. Um, I could see it as so because he had already won it. You leave that alone, right? But going, but, but you remember the controversy last year of how he won it, right? Well, he deserved it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, okay, he won it fair and square. I don't okay. know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is like I could see a a future f- looking punishment being that's that's what I think is probably yeah. more reasonable. Like you, like if you went you went over X amount of dollars or X amount of percent, and you're gonna get uh, you're gonna start like a points deficit. Uh, your first couple of races, you're automatically in the back of the pack. Fuck you. Um, like something performance wise that it's gonna yeah. really suffer. Or even like you went five percent over, your cap is now five percent less. Yeah. So like the idea is like one, I think it's you pay the fine that's equivalent to what you spent, but then you also get penalized like yeah. the actual right. I think that's fair. Uh, no one knows what's gonna happen, so that's like kind of the, like now so. Spoilers: the, the Formula One Championship is wrapped up. Max Verstappen won his second title. Mm-hmm. Red Bull's probably going to win it this weekend in Austin. But like, what everyone's really more focused on now is: will they be punished for? I could, if they take away this World Championship, yeah. I can see that. I can see that as being fine. It, it it depends how you look at it because what what a lot of other people are arguing is the extra money they spent last year is be, like they could have put it on their car to become competitive yeah. to win. But no year. but nobody last year, I assume nobody was following it last year, right? Cuz it was just for funsies. No, last they year they followed like, it. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay, then yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the, sorry, it was the year before 2020 and where it was like we're a mock version mock like a rehearsal. and then the other so I thought that the the next one 2021 they, that was the they first had year they had the it. rules, but they weren't going to like penalize anybody for going over. Like it wasn't very serious, it didn't sound like. No, 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 it was very serious. It's just that Accounting takes so long; they're only able fair, to analyze fair. Okay, okay. the year after, okay. which is now, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much the driver has say in those kinds of decisions to take away that personally. Is there a way to like? Did they win constructor cup? No, that year. Ooh, no, they yeah. didn't. So, but like, but that's a thing, right? Like, because I think the argument is they have to give them a penalty that really hurts. Yes, right? Because otherwise, it means nothing. It means nothing. But the only thing they can do. Is penalized essentially the driver at this point, right? Like they could they could press it forward, but they've already won this year's championship, dude. What if what if they just bar them from winning the constructors' cup next year, no matter how good they do? What if they just said you you cannot qualify? Period. Uh, maybe yeah. That seems a little harsh. That's but... a little harsh. I think that ha- that happened to McLaren in two thousand seven. Oh really? They they were they got caught with uh, they had Ferrari's blueprints. Oh shit! Hell yeah! It was huge, and the fucked up is one of their one of the McLaren drivers leaked it. The okay, the McLaren driver leaked the fact that he that his team had yeah. the Ferrari well, documents. Listen, if you want to play fair and square, you gotta. No, it wasn't that. It was Fernando Alonso, and his teammate that year was a rookie, Lewis Hamilton, who was beating him. Oh, and so okay, and so he fucked over the whole team. What a little bitch! Yeah, and so for that year. They decided McLaren is disqualified, but the drivers can keep all their points. Interesting. Okay. Neither of them won the championship. Kimmy won. Dude, but. yeah, because he's the best. <laughs> yeah, because the other two just kept fucking with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
You know what Kimmy would do in that situation? Take a shit. He'd be like, I don't fucking care. And he'd just keep driving. <laughs> God sure. damn, I miss him already. Mm. He should be an announcer. I think he's going into like IndyCar. Or, or... Really? He's going down a league? Well, he's not going to Formula One. Yeah, yeah. It's either Indy or NASCAR. I don't know what he's doing. He's not going to Formula E? No, he's going somewhere in America where he could drink beer and drive cars. Hell yeah, brother. NASCAR <laughs> yeah. is where to go. That yeah. I'll start watching NASCAR again if fucking... <laughs> If Kimmy goes. Yeah, so that, that sounds interesting. Um, yeah, those are all my picks this week. All right, those are pretty good. Um, I got a bunch of announcements in, oh, no. in video games. Uh, Resident Evil 4. I've heard had of this. A, or Resident Evil in general had a Resident Evil showcase. What did they showcase? They showcased everything they already announced, <laughs> but in more detail. Oh. So they shot off uh, gameplay of Resident Evil 4. Uh, all third person, obviously. This game's looking real nice, very smooth. Uh, you can see some ideas that are crossing over from the Resident Evil 2 remake, in, especially in terms of the knife. Just like someone latches onto you, you can just knife them and then maybe go collect it later. Yeah. Um, enemies are much more, I, I guess they work much more in a team. So villagers will grab you and then set you up to get hit by other villagers and stuff that you have to break free. Oh, did they not grab you in the original? Not like the one where he was like, he put him in like a fucking full Nelson and was like, go hit him now. Because they would grab you in the other ones, but then you were kind of locked just between you and that guy, right? Oh, okay. okay. And you were kind of immune from damage from anybody else who was doing anything while you were locked in there. Um, they brought back the merchant. They're modernizing some of the controls. They added like a parry that you can do with Leon. Like uh, some guy came at him with the the pitchfork and he just like knifed that shit out of the way like it was Sekiro. Mm -hmm. um, so it, look, it looks pretty exciting. They have a little special edition that you can get with Leon S. Kennedy statue with a shotgun. You sure can. You can if you want to. Pre-order start now. And uh, I forget when the launch date is supposed to be or even if they announced one. So, so do you, are you buying special edition or what? Probably not. I'm not a big fan of statues. I think you, you are the person who... <laughs> got me off of that train yes yeah after uh, when you're in your toy phase yeah. and um yeah, I, st I still am in my toy phase yeah, yeah but you're not you're not deep into it like you Bro, used to be playing with a transformer right now you are it's true but like how many transformers have you bought this month one see casual <laughs> no. absolutely the vince i knew it'd be like two a week but you know what it's because i everyone else beat me to it why because i've been trying to get two cars to complete my combiner. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but up there on my, uh, there's some closed boxes on the oh very far shelf. Yes. It's a big truck and it's a yellow I think you showed car. me those before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're combiners. And I'm missing three cars. And okay. there's two, there was two available. The other two pieces, couldn't find them. God damn. Someone kept buying them before. Bet it was Rex. Best. <laughs> Motherfucker. Rex. Um, yeah. Uh, but that looks pretty good. And then on top of that, they showed off more of the Resident Evil Village Gold Edition stuff. So the Rose stuff is the storyline is going to be about her trying to get rid of her powers. Because if you played Village, she has powers for reasons. And the third person stuff uh, in both the base game, which they're going to add retroactively into that, mm -hmm. and in uh, the expansion, look really nice. I think it's a it's a good feel. The game the directors are definitely right. If um you can't play a game in first person mode because you get motion sick, like I understand, but the game is definitely less scary in a third person mode when you're not like 
the one being attacked. It's more like the game characters being attacked. Like you have that degree of separation in the screen. I do think it kind of ruins certain stuff. I mean, like, do you really believe that? I, I, so like, I would argue the other game that we're going to talk about is scarier. Yeah. But it does. But it's a different type of scary. Okay. Right. So where um, Resident Evil 4 is very classic horror movie scary. Where it's just like, oh, jump scare. Oh, zombies. Oh, monster. Right? Mm-hmm. Like having that happen in first person, I do think matters. Okay. Um, especially after playing 7, which does that shit very well. Yeah. Um, but the other announcements, like you mentioned, is that Konami's back in the game. Cause, oh, boy, are they ever. Yeah, because they were like, hey, we couldn't sell our pachinko games because of COVID. And we need a revenue stream. So here's a bunch of res- uh, Silent Hill stuff. So Silent Hill is back in the picture and Konami is going in hard with, I believe, four four or five different Silent Hill properties. Uh, one I didn't cover, just read about just before we started, was a movie. So they're going to make a Silent Hill movie. There's a movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the other things they're doing is, uh, one is Silent Hill's Townfall. This is, it, I assume, is a game. It's going to be published by Annapurna the indie developers behind your favorite games such as Watam from the Katamari Damacy Bro. thing. Uh, just Donut like, County. Man, Konami really just let any fucking <laughs> idiots make games now. Like, jeez, I guess they really couldn't do anything. Yeah, I guess, like, goddamn. Let's open the doors. Let's let, let anybody let, make let, their let's shit. Let's just let Anna do yeah, something. holy fuck. Not even Devolver Digital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to think about this announcement. Like, what? Yeah, and so this is being... it Because of the games that they... Uh, mentioned like untold stories and i forget the other one but it seems like it's going more towards the not so much visual novel like you're not reading paragraphs of text on a screen but that style of game like more laid back more story focused uh maybe even like a like those live action like a her story type stuff i don't know um but they don't it's just a teaser it's like of a beach and a radio and there's not too much there yeah okay sure why not I mean, sure. They need they need to cash. Uh, the next one is a interactive Netflix show, I believe. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension. Damn, they're just really going like they're just like throwing it all all the darts at the board. Yeah. Huh? So if you remember, what was it Bandle Snatch or whatever the fuck that thing was called on Netflix? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, where you would play the movie. They're doing that, but with Silent Hill. And mm-hmm. again, they showed a monster. And some teens texting. One guy's name was Hype Beast. Hell yeah. I'll be his friend. So there was that. But um, those were kind of the two boring ones. The two exciting ones is that the rumors were true. Bloober team is making the Silent Hill 2 remake. Bloober team. Bloober team. Okay. Uh, it It's a nice looking Silent Hill 2. It looks great. It's all cinematic. There's no gameplay. They show off all of like the very, um, I guess, iconic scenes in the game. And those look good, but it's hard to fuck up cutscenes. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, I, I don't understand the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I don't, so I, I, it's hard for me to judge this. Uh, also, I know it is an adventure horror thriller, so it, might, it just might be the most excitable walking simulator yeah so for that that's where i'm going to come into the third person thing where yeah if people haven't uh ever played a silent hill game 
Silent Hill is more um, psychological horror than it is like spook, spooky horror. Yes. Uh, they, everything is very somber until it's not, until it is again. <laughs> and, okay. Right? Yeah. And they really kind of, you really have to be immersed within the story and be paying attention uh, because all the scares come from like horrific revelations that the player will come to uh-huh. as you progress through the game uh it's it yeah it's a different type of horror sure is. but they did get some original creators uh or they got the art director mashihiro ito back on the team and they got akira yamaoka back to do the soundtrack for the yamaoka. remaster as well and th- both of those are huge pulls especially with a bad rep that konami has mm-hmm. uh after the whole we are publicly shaming our employees over the PA system and we're just going to fire Kojima because fuck that guy and we're not going to give him a reason. Yeah, I feel it. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I, I would like a remaster of Silent Hill 2 because right now the only way you can play it, I think the most current gen that you can play it on uh, for a console is the PS3 and that is with the Silent Hill Essentials collection that is noticeably dog shit. Like, they released a collection of... I think it was 2 and 3 on PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay. And it was noticeably bad because like they just put ported it badly. And so in Silent Hill, like the fog plays a big thing, right? Like you hear something in, in the foreground of the street, but you can't see it. Like the fog in the remakes are so shit that you can just see it. Like it yeah. takes away any mystery, any stuff like that. So I think the be- like the best ways to play that game are like if you have the greatest hits version of the ps2 copy because that has like updated graphics and stuff or the original xbox version mm. and those are like the only ways to play those right now wait, wait, remind me did they remake silent hill the original they remade that on the wii and that was and the psp it was a shattered memories the girl on the swing oh yes but okay. you completely they completely changed the gameplay of that one because you had to like run through Yes. Like apartment building rooms to get away from stuff. It wasn't like a traditional Silent Hill game. They totally changed that. So it's not the original. Yeah, because it kind of took me for a spin when I saw Silent Hill 2. I was like, I was searching my brain thinking like, was there a one that was remade? But I guess, sure. No, they just, I think Silent Hill 2 is the Silent Silent Hill. Hill. Now, if they make Silent Hill 4 again, hell yeah, that game slaps. Nah. That shit's spooky. Um, But yeah, that's coming out. But the, the newest one, is Silent Hill F. This also has a teaser trailer, but this Silent Hill game is being made by a Taiwan-based developer, Neo Boards Entertainment. Uh, they mostly do remakes and remasters. So they did the next-gen versions of Resident Evil 7 and 8. They did um, Resident Evil Resistance, that asymmetrical multiplayer game. Mm. I believe they also did the Onimusha remaster on PS4 like way back in like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Um, but now they get to make their own shit and they're making a Silent Hill games in, I think it's like 1700s Japan. Uh, oh, wait, wow. I went way too far. I think it was just that era. 1960s Japan. Okay. Yeah, I went way too far. Um, but it's it's being written by this guy, Ryushiki 07, who is apparently very famous in Japan for his horror visual novels. Um and they got a lot of like kind of niche indie dojin type people to work on this. And so that 
kind of sounds pretty exciting to be honest uh i'd like to see just like what the new blood could do with a silent hill storyboard yeah um especially like new horror games coming out of japan they're kind of spooky like the corpse party stuff um what's that oh what was that other one i forget but yeah there's a there's some stuff coming out of japan horror wise in the indie scene that that seems pretty cool so i think it's really interesting that they're doubling down on silent hill this hard yeah i don't think they have anything else i I guess so what about metal gear well they tried to make um was it metal gear revive uh where they used the the five engine to make that zombie game yeah that was shit (laughs) no and then they spent all their money make uh remaking two and three into pachinko assets so that's good i don't know what's going on there okay yeah i don't know konami seems in like a weird case like i can totally imagine them releasing this uh like series of silent hill things content and then just going back to gambling yeah maybe yeah maybe Maybe this was just like something they needed to develop on because they couldn't do anything during the pandemic like i have no idea yeah uh but yeah so that's all the the konami announcements uh did i talk about what is it uh need for speed unbound not this not, week. Not yet. So Need for Speed Undone, you brought up a couple weeks ago. And we're like, holy shit, this trailer looks sick. It's all cell shaded. It looks like Automodelista. There's uh, ASAP Rockies in there. Looking pretty sure cool. Sure is. <laughs> so it turns out that trailer, a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Mm. So the Need for Speed game is it's going to be 3D, real looking, open world Need for Speed. Yep. So that cell shaded stuff isn't the whole game. Because the cell shaded stuff is actually going to be effects that you can equip to your car. Cool. So if you want cell shaded tire smoke when you burn out, I you, do. You can equip that as an effect. Nice. If you want to boost and have the Akira anime tail lights, I do. You can Hell equip yeah. that and do that. Okay. If you want to jump off a ramp and get graffiti wings as you're in the air, I mean, sure. You can equip that too um and that's where all that style and i think the drivers are still all the drivers are hella anime. cartoon yeah, yeah yeah the drivers are all anime cartoon that's kind of weird but cool but uh yeah it's not as prevalent as we originally thought yeah. it was but it does look like an e for speed game it looks very smooth cars look nice there's not much to say about car games usually visually it's just is the lighting good yeah and how many polys are in the car yeah that's about it what does it look like in the rain at night yeah good Looks like an E for Speed game. Mm-hmm. I'll probably play it eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the the last two big announcements. One was uh, Final Fantasy 16 just dropped a new trailer, the Ambition trailer. Yeah, it shows off uh, more of the story in that there's four kingdoms, four houses. Houses, my friend. Yeah. Houses. They have. They all have prime crystals. Sure do. But because they're like super special, they're all different elements and stuff, and. Like, I think you described it best is that it's looking like some Game of Thrones shit. It is. Like, it looks like the Final Fantasy team was watching Game of Thrones and were like, we need to make this. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we need to do Bring this. it back to Ivalice. It It's so weird not seeing, like, a Bishonen lead. Right? In this game. Well, we don't know. There was that one guy in the hood. Listen, listen. He's, right? not, he's not pretty. And then we don't know if the kid's going to have a time skip. He'll be ugly. All right. Yeah. He'll, he'll get like, cause he'll get burn marks from yeah. the when he transforms. Yeah. yeah. Like even the girls, as pretty as they are, they're not like. Yeah. Supermodels. They're not supermodels yeah. and they're not half naked. Yeah. This, this is like a very serious looking kind of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no like chain mail bikini. 
Yeah. Right? It's all like peasant wear, full dress, up to the neck. Yeah, because like one of, the, of one of your first impressions of Final Fantasy fifteen was you meet Sydney and that girl Dude, she was dressed for the out summer. Out of this world. She's dressed for the summer. God like, damn. Man, she's like, I'm going to be working on Pop the Hood. Let me work on yeah. that. And you're like, oh, damn. Get the oil on my skin. <laughs> oh, no. But this game doesn't look anything like that. Yeah, they're like kicking ladies into mud and yeah, shit. Yeah, they're like, decapitating people. Yeah, like, like kids and children. Oh, looks kinda, good. I'm kind of into it. I'm uh, it. Yeah. And that whole, that section of Final Fantasy, as you know, is, yeah. is my favorite. Like the evilly style. Yeah. Desert town, kingdoms, yeah, political intrigue nice. stuff. I, I like that stuff. I just nice. am bad at the SRPG games. God damn. <laughs> I know I would love the story for War of the Lions if you I could. probably would. If I could beat that game. It's so easy. <laughs> it's not. It's hard. Oh, my God. Uh, but the gameplay, they showed off some gameplay. It does not look like Final Fantasy. It looks like, uh, it looks like the Devil May Cry guy got his hands in there, which he did. The, the combat designer for Devil May Cry 5 is the combat designer for this game and it doesn't look like as complicated as a devil may cry obviously. absolutely not it looks yeah. like a god of war level right? complex but for final fantasy that's crazy yeah i was looking at the button commands and it looks like yeah you have like your, your attack is just a generic attack and then you have like i think they mapped a couple magic moves yeah some magic moves some like special attacks yeah. where he like turns into a fucking saw blade and just spins at a dude i'm sure that the shoulder buttons create like a secondary mm-hmm map layer i don't know you're doing air dashes and stuff it's looking kind of nut and then i like the way that they set up some of the boss battles where you have like dueling life bars like it's a fucking fighting game oh yeah yeah, right? yeah. at the, the top, top of the screen yeah. and oh, this i man this looks good this looks real good it does look good uh but also got delayed so summer 2023 <laughs> is yeah. the release date for that Jeez. Um, i think it's original announcement release was this holiday yeah it's supposed to be this holiday and then we move to march yeah. now it's summer now it's summer so next holiday final fantasy yeah probably 16. when whenever we get out of the recession so yes. we'll see uh and then the i think the biggest thing in the in the video game sphere was some drama drama that happened um over bayonetta 3 oh i'm supposed to boycott this game yeah you're supposed to boycott it okay, right you're supposed yeah. to make a snap judgment without having any facts whatsoever hell yeah so maybe around tuesday last week uh around the 15th yeah like five days ago uh the bayonetta voice actor uh her name is helena taylor she has been bayonetta since one she wasn't she is not in bayonetta 3 she's no. not because it is jennifer hale the world-renowned voice actor extraordinaire yes and she, uh, helena taylor came with a video on twitter it was like a three-parter and she said that she wants fans to boycott bayonetta 3 because the reason that she is not in the game is that the studio, uh, Platinum Games, the company, they offered her $4,000 to do the entirety of Bayonetta 3. Mm. And in voice acting terms, that's dog shit. That's really, that's really bad. Um, and so this video came out and Twitter blew the fuck up. Uh, they were constantly shitting on Platinum Games. So many memes came out, came out about Bayonetta um and who took the brunt of it was actually hideki kamiya because he is known for being a total asshole on twitter and if you he has like a list of rules pinned to his account where it's like if you respond to me in english you're banned if you uh ask me a question that has already been asked at some point in my whole twitter history you're banned um wow that's, <laughs> that's draconian if you if you're having a conversation about 
some like a, a thread underneath my thing and you don't untag me in it you're banned oh you subtweet yeah if you're well not even just subtweeting like you know how you uh so like oh, say someone yeah. responds to you and i respond to the person who responded to you if you don't if i don't untag you as the post maker to have this conversation with this one guy yeah you're banned uh and he has a bunch of stuff like that okay and what happened to him actually was because of all the negative uh press and all the, the fan negative fan stuff that was happening he was banning so many people that his account got suspended because twitter thought it was a bot <laughs> nice <laughs> he was on a banning spree and so that lasted for 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 quite a while until a couple days later on the 18th um video games chronicles and bloomberg they had some sources that were close to this whole thing um that it turns out it might not be true the what helena said so what they were saying is that uh platinum sought to hire taylor for five sessions which some uh, people suggest could be uh as few as an hour with each session paying three to four thousand dollars per hour okay and so her fee wouldn't have been um, $4,000. It would have been like 15K for okay. like four or five days of work. And um, this actually falls in line with like the voice acting guild and like the union and stuff. So okay. they, it turns out they might not have been breaking any rules. These are all unconfirmed rumors though. These are all from anonymous sources that VGC and Bloomberg have gathered. Rumors from Kamiya himself. Exactly. <laughs> from the crew. Um, and then also, according to Bloomberg, it turns out that Taylor might have asked for a six-figure sum plus residuals on the game for her to voice act. Hell yeah, why not? Why not ask, right? And the reason that she's not in the game is because they wouldn't give it to her, and then she's just said no. And then now she's mad that they got Jennifer Hale to do it. Interesting. It is it is very interesting. Uh, Video Game Chronicles reached out to Taylor, and she said that uh, the fact that she was offered more than 4K was, quote, categorically untrue, end quote. And she also claims that she could have earned 15K as, quote, an absolute lie and a complete joke. And she, uh, she also goes on to mention, she's like, I'd quite like to put this in the rearview mirror and leave the whole bloody franchise behind. I think I'll let my videos stand. I spoke the truth. End okay uh this also brought up some uh naysayers and some some uh doubters yes because this type of tactic recently just happened in the chess world bro suing though he is su- he's suing for like 100 mil and he's suing everyone chess.com he's suing the other guy holy he's going holy. he's living the lie baby um but people are saying that like this is exactly what the guy in the chess scandal did. He wouldn't take any interviews when he was pressed on any further information. He would just be like, "The chess speaks for itself," and then he'd walk away. And people are now saying that like it could be that Taylor had taken the whole internet for a loop. Could be. Um, could be. I know that defamation laws in Japan are very serious. You do not need to do almost anything. You can just like, you can say, I think it was like, you could say the truth, mm-hmm. but if it puts the company in a bad light, it counts as defamation and you can yep, sue. Yep, and you're screwed. And you're fucked. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how that works cross borders. Yep. 
but if it is true platinum probably has a case for international defamation i don't know uh and it, it is is important to note too that jennifer hale did release a statement but she couldn't really say anything of like substance because she was under NDA. Yeah, like what is she gonna say? Yeah, it was it was it's like anyone who's followed my career knows that I have great respect for my. It was it was a bunch of nothing. Yeah, right. It's just like all the actors who work with me should get paid. It was like thanks tips. Yeah, whatever. Um, but that was a whole fucking wild ride. Yeah, this and it it's another thing where mob culture fucking sucks. <laughs> like I understand this person came out, but you don't know. The half of it and like how my twitter was just fucking bombarded with like dude just platinum games are fucking nazis baby like they're not gonna pay women they hate women and it's just like bro relax listen what has platinum put out this generation that's been good dude babylon's fall <laughs> it's good that they cut it off <laughs> uh no yeah so yeah i saw this i mean yeah there's 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 her story there's platinum story and then there's the truth which we'll never know What's the uh? What's the Edgar Allan Poe quote? It's yeah. um, b- believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, like it's hard to take this story like in either direction. But the one takeaway you can have is that her video that she put out mm-hmm. at the end of the day is definitely get what gets most attention. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what other stories came out. Yeah. Fact or fiction, damage is done. Right. Yeah. So. So that that's really interesting too because there I think it was recently, um, there was some. It's like a cookie store or like in the States or like some bakery shop. Okay. They've been open in this town since like the 1800s. Yeah. And uh, what happened was one of the owner's sons caught these students stealing. And so he called them out, was like, hey, you, you're stealing. I'm going to call the cops on you and blah, blah, blah. And what happened was that a bunch of people at the school were like, oh, he's just saying this because they're black. They're just racially profiling these kids. And they got this the a bunch of students in the school to protest outside the store uh the school themselves actually would like send out flyers to the town being like this store's racist and all this shit wow and then it turned out they were stealing they stole (laughs) (laughs) and they sued the college and they got i think they just got like a 25 million dollar payout or some shit yeah right so like this stuff is like super irresponsible like you really got to be careful with this kind of shit and that's not to say that, like, victims shouldn't come out about whatever they're being victimized over, right? But you can't just shoot it out into ether like you're nothing, especially when the stakes are so high. Watch me. <laughs> Watch me do it, bitch. <laughs> I really do think we're, we're coming to, like, a, a turning point in terms of, like, call-out culture on the internet of mm. just people being like, I said they did this, and then some guy's like, they did do it. I believe you 100%. I'm not going to follow it up at all with any research at all. Why would I? <laughs> I just read the headline. I'm a general consumer. I genuinely believe every human is truthful. So I Dude, will believe you when you say. News for you. <laughs> I believe everything I read on the internet. That's crazy. So we boycotting Bayonetta or what? Hell yeah. Actually, right. I canceled my pre-order. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to take my pre-order and then YouTube myself pissing oh, on the box. Wow. And set it on fire. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, I think even if this if this was true, I probably wasn't going to boycott it. So I don't know what to tell you. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to boycott it. But um, those are my those are my game picks. Actually, you know what? I got I got a just just a general read. I thought that this article this is. Not gaming related. This is not entertainment related at all. Sex related. 
It's, it's not sex related. Okay. Well, then what are we talking about it for? We're talking about eyeballs. Okay. okay. It's eyeball related. All right. The BBC had a very interesting article about, uh, it was called Why Short Sightedness is on the Rise. Ooh. And it's this uh, interesting thing where apparently in Singapore, they have, uh, you know what myopia is? Sounds familiar. It's like a deterioration of, of the retina. And it's okay, that yeah. you, you, you don't get a, a, a very well-formed retina, so you get short-sightedness. Mm. They have a myopia rate of 80% in young adults. Fall into this category. <laughs> <laughs> so I get laser, baby. Um, and it's talking about how, as the world gets more educated, gets richer, and becomes more convenient, people are becoming uh, more and more blind. And there's actually a direct correlation on the importance a country puts on education and the rate of myopia in young children and adults. Mm. I thought that was a, it was just a very interesting article. So you're saying the more focus we have on going to school and being educated, yes, the greater the physical myopia of the eye. I becomes yes because you're spending more time indoors wow. you're spending more time in screens you're spending more time reading books you're you're focusing on i don't understand this anthony why i do not read <laughs> <laughs> when i was a kid i had no screens dude you were reading video games dude i was on my bike i was at the park i still got short sightedness what happened so there is if your family I fucking, has i fucking rolled the dice and i know right <laughs> if the, if you your fan if your family has a history of myopia and yeah. short-sightedness there is a chance but apparently that is very rare yeah. so you might have rolled the dice on a bad roll probably right um but the the one big thing that scientists are trying to study now is actually the difference between outdoor light and indoor light fake light and real light yeah and they're they're saying that just the fact that um all these indoor areas they're getting more isolated less windows more unnatural light like fluorescent led yeah, whatever yeah that type of unnatural light alone can cause myopia in I developing b- i believe that yeah and, i believe but that. they don't know why the light is different when you get it from the sun as opposed to when you get it from a light bulb i don't know so th- I, I thought that was a very interesting article i would recommend everybody read it it's called why short-sightedness is on the rise sounds pretty cool very very cool but yeah 80 percent in singapore it has nothing to do with you know smog and pollution of that country well, well is Singapore smoggy? I thought that was like mainland China stuff. You're right. You're like right. Beijing. You're right. I don't know. Maybe it's the humidity. Mm-hmm. Southeast Asia, you know. You Maybe. Always, your, your eyeballs are too wet. They're... Then what's going on in the Philippines? They're all they're all good. Are they? I don't know. I don't they know. just they don't have enough money to test to the thing. True. Dude, keep your citizens poor. Nothing can go wrong. Exactly. Keep them uneducated. They don't know that they should True. be complaining. And then they won't have sight problems. Absolutely. There you go. All right. Uh yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, we got a question to chew on. Hell yeah. Paul Chumis writes in. Well. Yes. <laughs> well, comma. <laughs> <laughs> we are approaching Halloween again this year. Dude, what are you talking about? I'm already approaching Christmas. I got the Christmas music going. Stop. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. You're dressed like a, you're dressed like it's the autumn season. What are you Dude. talking about? You're not dressed I like I'm dressed like this in the winter. No, you don't. I do. You literally look like a Canadian ready to cut down trees in the Dude, fall. Dude, I wore my I fucking jean jacket today. That's that's <laughs> fall attire. No one wears a jean jacket during Christmas. I do. No. You're wearing a Canada goose. I don't have Canada goose. I can't afford Canada goose. Then get the moose knuckle. I can't, that's even the more expensive. North face? Uh, maybe. All right. There maybe. you go. Patagonia. 
Arteryx. Ooh, Arteryx. Now we're talking. I wish I could afford one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, he writes, I know that for most of the world, Halloween isn't quite as celebrated as it is here in the United States. I don't know why it's such a big deal here either. But for you guys specifically, do you enjoy Halloween? What's your favorite Halloween candy? What, When you guys hand out candy, do you give out the good stuff or do you give out the garbage candy? And finally, what are your predictions as to what will be the big Halloween costume this year every year there's at least one or two costumes that seemingly pop up everywhere what are the big ones this year my guess is eddie from stranger things hmm, that might be a good one. all right let's tackle these questions one at a time do you enjoy halloween i do i enjoy uh the atmosphere of halloween more so than like we're gonna go to a halloween party i got pumpkin drinks yay um, I like going outside, seeing all the decorations. Everything's kind of like fake spooky. Um, and, and especially just like the kind of the mischievous things kids get up to. Like when you see them on the street, they're like, it's Halloween, baby. We're going to get some candy. We're going to do some shit. And it's like, okay, that that's cool. I remember being like that and I get like this wave of nostalgia, especially when like your parents let you go out for Halloween by yourself for the first time. Mm-hmm, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, sick. Like we, can, we got our pillowcase. We're ready to go, baby. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I, I do I do enjoy that. I think now it is more of a, a nostalgia hit than anything. Yeah. I think I'm similar to you. Um, so, yeah, I love this time of year, and especially here in Canada, Halloween falls just after our Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So everything is all themed around the combination of both. And, yeah, I do love just the aesthetic of Halloween and, and whatnot, uh, the atmosphere, like you said. When I was younger, I did like going to like clubs and parties. In fact, I, don't, I wouldn't mind going to a party now. It's just I don't. But yeah. uh, do you even know anybody who would? Yeah, like have I don't, a I don't party? know who would have a Halloween party. Yeah. yeah, but I think yeah, you're right. It's a lot of it is nostalgia. Like, this is the time of year when you know you go back to school and like it's a startup, and Halloween is like the first major event you and your friends go do yep. for the year that mm-hmm. year. Um, here in Canada, like I remember going to Canada's Wonderland for the first time with my friends doing uh, Screamers, mm-hmm. or there's a whole bunch of like haunted houses and, and items you can do. Yeah, I love Halloween because like it's it's cold. Well, not so super cold but it's cold enough that you can bundle up yeah uh you, you get some cool costumes on like a good halloween night when you get like yeah the leaves are falling off in a wind and it's like yeah uh, it's i think halloween is great i i love it like i would go as far as to say is thematically when i look around and when i think about which event i like being part of the most it's mm-hmm. usually halloween even though it's the one i probably participate in the least true uh but i do love the halloween uh, you get your psls Actually, that's the one part I don't like. You're not getting the pumpkin spice. No, I, I've right. always hated pumpkin spice. Is pumpkin spice on the on the out? I feel like there's less hype around pumpkin spice. Anyway. I just I don't know. I don't. Maybe you're just with all of us in COVID. No one knows how to make pumpkin spice at home, True. so you just haven't heard of it. True. I've always been more of an apple cider guy. Yeah, like that's what I. Maybe if they made like hot a, cider with like, a cinnamon stick, like a pumpkin spice, like like San Pellegrino. And maybe <laughs> we'll fucking slap the beard off your face, dude. What, uh, bro? What sparkling water? Let's get go out of here. If you if you're listening to this and you have a soda stream, I'm gonna. I, we cannot be friends, dude. I got one. It's too late, baby. You you got it one. Uh, <laughs> all right. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, that's a toughie. Now let's limit this to like. Candy you probably only ever get at Halloween. They only get a Halloween. Because I could easily throw out chocolate bars, but at the same time, I get that all the time. But like, what's a Halloween item you feel like you only ever get at this time of year that you love? You know what? I'd have to, I'd have to think about that. Okay. Get, 
if you do you have one can you go first i do i do i do so i think halloween is like the one time of year that you can get uh like lollipops yeah there's one that's like a caramel apple that i really enjoy it has like a green wrapper okay um it's like on the outside it's a it's like a sour green apple candy and Mm -hmm. the inside's a it's a caramel uh filling kind of like a tootsie pop okay uh, actually, Tootsie Pops are also good. Those I like those good. too. Those are good. Tootsie Rolls are pretty up there. No, Pop. I didn't no, say no, no. Roll. Oh, I said Roll. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just assumed that you picked the right one, but you didn't. This come from the man with sparkling water. Dude, sparkling water is sick. All right. Ask all right. any powerful man. He's drinking sparkling water. All right. No. And if I... Listen, everybody knows that I love the status quo. All right? God damn. And if the status quo likes sparkling water... I love it too. Yeah, what's your favorite candy? Um, you know what? I I think the one I only get in Halloween, Nerds. Really? Like the the buying a regular pack of Nerds is too much. There's okay. too many Nerds in there. Okay. But just oh, like the the mini, the mini packs, oh. like that's just enough Nerd for me to like it. Okay. I know the one I fucking I hate the most. Um, is what's that like? It's that chocolate ball. Um, chocolate ball. It's got like the the cookie inside kind of thing. Ferrero Rocher? No, not for Ferrero Rocher fucking slaps. I was going to say, like, how are you going to, no, how are you going to do that to my friend Ferrero? What's it called? A chocolate ball with a cookie on the inside? It's like a chocolate ball. I have no idea what you're talking about. Maltesers. Maltesers. Fuck Maltesers. Maltesers suck. Okay. Anytime I got Maltesers, that shit. Oh my God. I'm not going to lie. I I do like rockets. Rockets are sick. Rockets are top. They're S tier candy. I do love the shitty chalk candy. Yeah, but it's got to be like Rocket brand. Oh yeah, it can't Rocket. be some Cause some because Rocket brand is already shitty. Yeah. But then when you get like the great value version of Rocket, yeah, it's like it's like, too oh, shitty. This is yeah, one step too far. Airheads. Oh yeah, like yeah. a mini airhead. Like yeah. I never want a full airhead. I always liked it when I looked through my Halloween bag, and you would get those gummies, but they're in the shape of like a hamburger. Or a hot dog, and it's mm-hmm. all gummified. I like that. But then I'm like, oh, like um, like runts, where it's like, here's a mini banana. No, no, that's hard candy though. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think uh, this is how I knew I was a hipster from a young mm-hmm. age. One of my favorite candies to get in my Halloween bag: caramel squares and Werther's Originals. Okay, Werther's, I'll say yeah. That's definitely a, like old yeah. man pick. Caramel. I think everybody likes caramel okay, squares. Okay, all right. But you get like a nice. Who doesn't like caramel squares? I feel like kids like they would if you offered them a caramel square or something else they would oh sorry sorry you uh you're right caramel squares yeah just like the the cube of caramel i was thinking caramel that's cut in the square oh no 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 no. i mean like just a cube of caramel okay in the plastic wrapper man yeah candy yeah yeah that's how i knew that i was destined to be cool How's that coming? <laughs> not, not very, not very. I, my time will come. It'll happen. Actually, I like the Werther's Originals, but there's one that has like um a chocolate filling on the inside. Have you had that one? Oh yeah, those ones are good. Those ones are baller. I like those. Yeah, ones. those are those are good. Those. But yeah, oh fuck, hundred grand bars. Those things suck. Okay. Um, candy corn. I'll have like two. Yeah, I'm a, like zero on that one. Yeah, like I'm zero. I'll be like, oh look, candy corn, and then I'll eat it. I'll be like, the, oh, I like, candy I like corn. Going to a party and seeing the bowl of candy corn, and I'm like, yeah, that looks uh, sick. That looks aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, you want like one? That. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have the same feeling with that and uh, cinnamon hearts around Valentine's. Oh, I'll eat the shit I out of a cinnamon. Hate heart. cinnamon. I will hearts. eat a bowl of cinnamon hearts. I see, I see, like people eating that. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
Don't even come near Dude, me. What? I don't want to smell your breath. For what? Uh-uh. It smells delish. Uh-uh. Like when a girl's eating that and then she's coming to talk to me, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Dude. I don't care how hot you, you gotta, are. You got to eat a handful of cinnamon hearts, put them in your mouth, and then spit them back out into your oh. hand. And then like rub it as a cologne Stop. on your Stop. neck. Stop it. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you sparkling water people are gross. Dude. This is what happens when you drink Ugh. San Pellegrino. <laughs> Uh, okay, when you guys hand out candy, do you give it the good stuff or do you give it the garbage candy? Uh, when I am the one in charge, yes. if it's like you're handing it out or we're not handing it out, I will buy the good stuff. Okay. Um, but our like neighborhood is kind of like an aging neighborhood, so we don't have a lot of kids anymore. Um, the, the, the door knocks are pretty sparse. Mm. So usually what I'll do is I'll, I'll buy a bunch of candy just in case, like... I'll get the, the good mini packs, right? You get all the good chocolates and stuff. Um, but if I haven't had a bunch of rings in like two, three hours, like the next kid in a costume where they actually tried, I'll just dump the bowl yeah. in their bag. And they're, they're always like, holy shit. Like, I remember one time uh, some fucking teenagers came in and all they had was a mask on yeah. and everything else was like civvies clothes. And they're like, uh, trick or treat. I'm like, you're gonna have to trick me because these <laughs> costumes they're not he's like what and I'm like yeah you don't get any candy and i just didn't give him anything and they left um and then like this really cute kid like kindergarten probably had like the whole fireman outfit going yeah. on and he had like the pumpkin plastic pumpkin thing i yeah. filled that thing to the brim uh, and he ran back to his dad he's like dad i got all the candy <laughs> that like put a huge smile on my face it was great yeah. actually you know speaking of kids this is a small tangent it was i was having this conversation at work um, you know how like when parents, young parents actually, they have like their first kid and like you know yeah. like whatever and you then, do all the stuff. Yeah, and then you see their social media just turns into them from them to their kid, and it's yep. just their kid. Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I think if I have a kid, I want to keep them secret. I think I would do. I don't know about secret, cause but I definitely would not want my Instagram to turn into like what those parents. Cause yeah. like, I the thing is is like if I did post my kid at all, yeah, I would try and like hide their face. Because I don't think it's really appropriate. Oh, you're woke. Okay. To expose them is that a woke thing? Yeah, it's hell. Oh, uh, I don't really, I don't really think it's appropriate to like expose a kid when they don't have like any hearsay and like if they want to be online. Yeah, that that's, kind of a, that's stuff. a whole other subject. Yeah. I just want to hide them <laughs> <laughs> from my wife. No, 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 no. I just like you know. Then one day I'm at work and it's like. Oh, who, oh, I brought the kid. Who's who, I brought the kid? Oh, really? And like this eighteen-year-old yeah. dude comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's my. I'll bring son. your kid to work day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my son. You're a kid? Yeah, he's like ten. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. Why? I've always had this kid. Uh, anyway, says uh, last question here is. Oh, sorry, I didn't answer. I don't handle candy at all. No, usually on Halloween I'm out, so I don't handle candy. Fair you don't just randomly walk up to kids on the street while you're out and be like, "Hey, kid." Here's the candy. Wow. <laughs> no. Hey, kid. I was taught to say no to those hey, people. Hey, kid, take this apple. No, no, All no, right, no, don't no, check no. it. No. Just bite it. No. <laughs> and finally, what are your predictions as to be what will be the big Halloween costume this year? Okay. Are we talking for adults or are we talking for kids? Because if it's for kids, I got no clue. No idea. Is it Paw Patrol? Is that still big? I don't know. If it's for adults, you're a vaccine, baby. Let me get in you true like sexy vaccine yeah. sexy syringe yeah but i hang around a lot of weebs oh so what if it's like what if it's just like a bunch of anyas dude it's just chainsaw man hell yeah it's chainsaw hell yeah man. sexy chainsaw man half naked chainsaw woman that'd be pretty cool you know i think i'm down sick. i'm down yeah. Yeah, okay yeah. you're right though but like anya 
or Some spy your, x family your, your yeah your the, I, it's I, gotta I, I be can your. see i can see the your the your lloyd forger mix happen like like a couple's cosplay yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about like all of yours i'm gonna see at the club and, and like having to explain who you are mm-hmm. um but whatever i should do that on purpose oh no like i should, I should oh oh your costume is really interesting what is it like oh it's like a show I like or yeah like can I where can I watch it what is it <laughs> just like feign ignorance and just make it as awkward wow. as possible wow wow that's why I'm single <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah 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 actually wait hold on what was the big Marvel movie this year Thor yeah okay female Thor male Thor could be fuck man I go as a hammer <laughs> god damn <laughs> so many jokes so little time oh man it's a hammer okay <sighs> all right done done thanks for writing in paul thanks so guess what what i played overwatch god this damn week. <laughs> do i have to be here for this can i leave i think about like 15 hours this is fucked up this is what i get for mentioning sparkling water on the podcast my battle pass is at level 50 i think last week i said it was 30 yeah i'm at level 50 what of what again 80 all right it expires december 1st oh okay so there's lots All of right. time. Okay. Right. Uh, I think they just announced there's a Halloween event coming on the 25th with some skins. Oh, but did you see the real event? What? The McDonald's event. Oh, yeah. The Australian McDonald's event. So, like, there's a lot of things about everything to do with how Blizzard is monetizing this game that I absolutely hate. Dude, time to fly to Australia. But the thing is, that's not a new skin. It's from the first game. It's but, one of her worst skins. But it's just not available? Yeah, like it's... Other, just, or is it like a McDonald's color scheme? No, it's literally an old skin from Overwatch 1 that they're... Because you can't buy old skins anymore, right? Oh, they're in the vault. Yeah, so this is how you get this one. That's brutal. Like, it's so lame. <laughs> and I don't know how you're supposed to build hype for skins when the only way you can get them is literally by purchasing them. Yeah. Right? Like, if there's no free way to get this or, like, if there's no way that you can work towards oh, yeah, getting something. you don't get coins anymore. Yeah, yeah. like it, there's literally no way to just play to get something. You always have to buy it. It's, it's kind of, it's it really does suck. Yeah, so like League of Legends, you mostly have to buy skins, but you can get like loot shards and like if you have three skins. Yeah, shards, and eventually. And eventually you can get them for free, Yeah, right? it takes a long time. Yeah, because it's all gotcha and whatever. But at least you have that. Like Overwatch doesn't even have that. Mm-hmm. And it's so lame, especially because this season is theme is like, uh, cyberpunk shit, and all right. so all the skins are like cyberpunk based. Like I have like a half mecha cyber Kiriko skin that's wicked. Huh. All right. Um, and they just launched new ones in the store, and I'm like, I want them all, but I don't want to pay. Yeah, the only way I can get them is to buy them. Yeah. yeah. So it, it is kind of a bummer. Has it defeated like your collector mentality around that stuff? Uh, well, if it's for hero, like if I'm still pretty committed to completing like a diva, okay. a diva set. But, yeah, like, I have no interest in, like, getting everything if okay. there's no free way to get them all. Yeah, because I remember you were a loot box fiend. Yeah. But you also got coins when you got doubles, right? And you could Absolutely. buy stuff you didn't have. Yeah. So. Um, it's crazy, though, because, like, the community is always just getting, like, bring back loot boxes. Yeah, and it's like, really? That Loot boxes weren't good, but. Well, the thing is, is, like, I think they can't bring back loot boxes in certain regions. Areas, yeah. Regions. Yeah. Um, but also. If they brought back, if they brought over a system that wasn't strictly worse than loot boxes, I don't think people would have an issue. Yeah. So, so that that's how that works. Otherwise, the game is still very fun to play. I didn't realize the competitive scene had a list of maps that you could only play on. 
Like I didn't realize there was a, a map rotation. Oh. Like um, so every season will have different because ma- I've been playing on a lot of the maps, but they're all. Like, I feel like I'm missing a lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. And I went into the arcade to play different games. And all these other maps were there. And I'm like, oh, I forgot all these existed. Okay. And okay. it's just, that's how they've limited it. It's kind of weird. Well, just but... be lucky you have maps, all right? Because in League of Legends, there is one map. <laughs> and it's been the same for 10 years. That, that blows my mind. That, that absolutely <laughs> blows my mind. That that's how that works. Uh, yeah, but the big news is Kiriko entered uh, competitive. Mm-hmm. And that's who I'm going with. And it's been good. I saw some headshot highlights. Bro. Saw those some of those kunais. Hella luck. All right. Her, she's fun. She definitely does not have the the game winning ability of Ana though. True. The stim. The yeah that that biotic grenade is deadly. Oh, that one. The her regular move. Yeah. Okay. Like that. The fact that you can just get people to not heal, and then your your teammates can double heal. Yeah. Yeah. That is. It, I don't want to say it's overpowered, but the minute you can, you force them to be unable to heal their tank, it's game over. As long as everybody coordinates mm-hmm. it. That said, Kiriko's ultimate is probably far more useful. Mm-hmm. That thing, double ha- speed, double fire. Rate. Have you seen the Zenyatta shit? No. So Zen Zenyatta goes from like peace is harmony yeah. to peace was never an option. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just shooting balls out. Yeah, he's, he That's becomes sick. a machine gun. That's and awesome. I think they might have to nerf that because it's. It's wrong how powerful he becomes. But you got to use one of your healers as Zenyatta. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty big downside. In, I mean, it seems like how the meta is going. It's tough. Yeah, I guess so. Like, if, if your team is self sustaining, then you can use him. But yeah, as an actual healer, it mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Uh, but Kiriko's pretty good. Uh, I'm dying a lot less just because she has that teleport. So you can just yeah. escape, which is good. And if you're out of the action, you just teleport to somebody. Yeah. So, so it's pretty cool. Uh yeah, that's been good. Just been playing that that's right. my whole life. Okay. Still doing the whole like do my dailies, do my weeklies. Do trying to sound like a, an MMO kit. Trying to be as official as possible. Yeah, trying to complete this battle pass. Okay. And I'm really hoping that when this Halloween event comes next week, that there'll be free ways to get skins. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, we'll see. I know. What's the the ad? Is it'll be an advent calendar? Just open up your box. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's that. Uh, Red Kiriko. The other thing was I watched an Asian Disney film called Turning Red. Oh, yes. This was supposed to be released in theaters, but then it was not because of the pandemic. Uh, and it was Disney Plus? Yes. And this is one that takes place in Toronto. Yeah, I guess that come went right over my head. Okay. All but right. yeah, it, it's 100% in Toronto, but Toronto 2002. Ooh. Like, it's not a modern film. Yeah. So... The characters don't have cell phones, mm-hmm. right? They don't have... Well, maybe they do have cell phones, but they don't have smartphones, sorry. Okay. He's so got the Nokia bricks. Kind of, yeah. Playing Snake. And, all, and so it centers around a girl, a Chinese girl, and her family runs a temple, mm-hmm. and she's like a straight-A student. She's extracurricular, kind of a dork. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's something that I, I've always understood. Or not... Okay, not understood, but I've been... I have a lot of friends who are in this situation, but I personally have never understood why they continue to act this way. The story revolves around a girl who is like loyal to her family, mm-hmm. but it's like every Asian kid, right? Where it's like, you're so loyal, but you'll never speak up for yourself and yep. you'll just do as you're told. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, it's cause you white kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And a lot of my friends ask me like, how did you do it? I'm like, oh, you just, you just do it. I'm like, first of all, I'm not Chinese. <laughs> that really helps actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually like I just, I don't have, the have fan. you tried not being Chinese? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
and then it goes into like you know she's like she's so loyal to her mom she just wants to please her yeah. mom right and it's and the story is her trying to break out into her, her own independence but also not disappoint her mom um turns out her family also is blessed by the, the red panda and so when she gets excitable and her emotions get out she turns into a giant red panda interesting uh hijinks ensue red panda gets her into some issues and whatnot uh and yeah the story from there goes into like her breaking away from her family Mm -hmm. but also you understand that it's it runs in the family like it it goes into her mom's backstory and how her mom doesn't get along with her mom yeah because she tried to break free for independence and it's like it's it's interesting only because i guess generational trauma yeah like because i know so many girls like growing up with like friends who have this exact issue like not issue but the situation oh it's an issue <laughs> it's interesting to see that the movie doesn't actually solve it it just presents it it just pre- yeah it presents it but like mm. at the end it does this bullshit thing where it's like yeah take the dad and the dad just says do what you like kid the dad usually yeah usually, right? right like the dad who never talks through the whole movie and then i'll says the the line at the end that means the most exactly right and you're it's like, a man of few words yeah. he never says i love you he just brings me fruit yeah something okay. like that yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just like mm, okay sure yeah it was a fun movie i guess it wasn't anything spectacular mm-hmm. um i should have watched Lightyear. that's what i'm thinking I heard that's oh. pretty gay I know. I'm in. <laughs> That's why I'm in. I'm in. It's pretty gay. We need that I'm shirt. In. We need those shirts, dude. Uh, but yeah, that was that was turning around. So it was it was cool. So uh, it wasn't an allegory for periods. At the beginning, they think it is. Okay, but right. it's clearly not. Right. Uh, I'm sure it makes its way in there somewhere, right. um, or out there. Sure, sure. But I'm dish. Yeah, that was uh, my week. Okay. Well, uh, I'm back on the wagon, kid. Oh. oh no i'm back on the final fantasy 14 wagon oh no uh i think i mentioned last week that one of my friends had got me a 60 day sub 60 day for uh, a belated birthday present yeah and uh i've been going in i've been going in hard into end walker i got through like two dungeons i'm getting through a bunch of story missions per day i'm doing my dailies do my it's it's bad it's why is bad. it bad it's because it's so good <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Uh, I I really like that game. I I wish I played it more, uh, and that's what I am planning on doing. So, Endwalker, so far, it's best game. Is very played. edgy, right? Did you not see that trailer when it yeah, came out? It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Dude, Dark Knight, come on, the Reaper. Yeah, <laughs> like what? So yeah, there there are some um, there are some. I can you can really tell that this is like this is the culmination of like this arc of Final Fantasy fourteen. Right, and everything that like came before it is all coming to a to a head. Um, but there are certain decisions that they have made with the story, and certain villains, where I'm like, why? Why are why is this person back? <laughs> they should have stayed dead because they had the perfect ending in that one expansion. And um, it's it's hard to like look at this story as like one of the best expansion stories created for the series because they rely so heavily on the content of old right and it's 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 one of those things where it's like it's kind of necessary for the story they're telling because it's supposed to be everybody coming together to defeat the grandest evil of them all um but also it doesn't leave a lot in terms of like good original 
content and ideas. And I don't think they use that old stuff well enough mm. um, for it to be amazing. I, I still don't think it's the worst one. I think so far in my expansion ranking list, it would probably be uh, maybe like Heaven's Ward 1, Stormblood 2, and Walker 3, Shadowbringers 4. Mm-hmm. Um, but the content and the actual gameplay, uh, just like Shadowbringers, even though it's my, my least favorite story-wise, it is one of my most favorite content-wise because as players keep playing this game, they get more experience playing it, and then the content becomes a little bit more complicated and they can do more interesting scenarios with like regular dungeons and stuff. I see. And yeah, all the like, I think I'm getting to a point now where I think I will not be able to like mow through a new dungeon and not die at least once because, because I got to think about the mechanics. I got to look at my surroundings. Whereas like so far I've just been using like my gamer skills to like mow through almost everything in the game that the game has to offer in terms of base content. Once you get to like savage and extreme level stuff, you do got to like, okay, I got to look up this guide because it's kind of nuts. Um, but in terms of like base story content, it is actually getting a bit more difficult and a bit more fun because it's not just a breeze anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm still playing a healer mainly. So I'll play a scholar for, and it's like the pet healer has like a lot of shield healing instead of big true healing. And uh, I'll use that for raids. So anytime I got a queue for anything, I switch to healer. And then anytime I do single player content and I got to defeat like just mobs of enemies to do stuff, I'll play a samurai. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got, I got the two switches switching going. Um, it's good. I, I'm going to hope to have more uh, next week. I'm still in like, I think about like 40% within the MSQ, the main, main scenario quests. And maybe I, if I really rush it, I could probably finish it maybe in two weeks wow but we'll see that's a long time well i had already well the the thing was whenever i had resub before when i would resub at a month at a time i would mainline the story and it took me the length of the subs subscription to do it but because i had gotten through a bunch of it before this sub Hmm. uh hopefully I, i can get through it a bit easier and yeah, I'm looking forward to, to end game content. I think right now, uh, Blavin is in our in our free company, and he's been taking up crafting. So crafting. crafting. So I'm thinking I'm gonna max out my miner and my fisher, and I'll gather materials, throw it in the guild stash. He'll craft it, and then we'll split the revenue on the market board sales. Oh gosh. Uh, but the main thing, I, the the main goal, you I want to buy a house. What's going on? Yeah, here? try to buy a house. I just want to get rich, you know. Uh, and, the, but the main thing I want to do, uh, or at least my goal, I think for this is to max out my blue mage and I want to rope everybody in the FC who has blue mage, um, to do the blue mage challenge to get the blue mage exclusive mount. Oh, With, right. Yeah. I remember you talking about this. This is a hard challenge. Yeah. So you have to have, uh, eight blue mages in a party. <laughs> you have to run the, uh, trials, these two missions in trials of the Bahamut extreme synced so you can't take advantage of the fact that it's like level 60 content and bring in a level 90 mm. you have to run it at what level 60 the level 60 equivalent would have been um and because blue mage is very free form you have to be like who's going to be the tank blue mage who's going to be the healer blue mage yeah you gotta set roles yeah. so you gotta set roles and stuff and if we can get through those we get a sick uh malbro mount where he just kind of like carries you around it's pretty Sweet. cool so hopefully I can, I can do that and uh we'll see but 
the main one I've been playing still, Doom Eternal. I beat. So I told you last week I beat the game. This week I went into the DLC DLC content, the first one, uh, the Ancient Gods Part One, and Mamma Mia, this is this is truly DLC because it's hard. <laughs> it's really fucking hard. So are we talking like this is Super Meat Boy level of like you're just bashing your head against a wall till you get it? No. So that is a different set, which I'll get to later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So this uh, is like it, it is the it is like the logical conclusion of like after you beat the final level, what would the next step in difficulty be, oh. right? And so you're you you go up a rank pretty much, and they're sending you. Uh, enemy patterns that are just like totally know they're fucked and so there's there's like one guy his name's the marauder and in throughout the whole main campaign you only ever fight him one-on-one because if you don't attack him within in between his attack patterns he will put up a shield that will instantly block whatever even if you have the bfg and you shoot like that aoe air thing he'll just block the whole thing he doesn't give a fuck Mm. um if you don't uh attack within his patterns you cannot damage him and if you attack his shield he summons like a spirit dog as like a punishment that you have to deal with as well um in this one they're like what if you just fought two at the same time and it's (laughs) fucked it's so fucked um they added some new stuff so like there's uh in the in the original game there's these buff totems so you'll run into an arena and it'll be like buff totem activated and everybody does like double damage is like twice as fast or super tough and you have to go find the buff totem. But in this one, it was like, you have to do the arena with the buff totem active because we put the buff totem behind a cage. And the only reason, the only way to get to this cage is if you beat the area. So that Marauder guy I just told you about, yeah, he you, you are forced to fight him buffed while like fodder enemies are also coming around at you double, double time. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then the, they added a new enemy type, which is the spirit. And the spirit will possess one of the heavy enemies, so the one of the like the main guys, like a revenant or the spider tank. And he will make them even tougher. The one, only one guy though, he'll make them even tougher than the buff totem. And uh, so, like, if I want to, every enemy usually has like a weakness. So, like, the spider tank has like a cannon yeah. above his head, and you can snipe the cannon off, and it takes off one of his attack. Okay. So now instead of one hit with that, you need two sniper hits to take oh, off shit. that cannon, and okay. it's brutal. Uh, and then his other thing is that when you kill the enemy that the spirit is possessing, the spirit comes out and will try to possess another enemy within the arena. Mm. And what you do is you have uh, the energy, this like plasma pistol, plasma rifle, basically. Yeah. And it has a sub mode where it shoots a beam of energy. So you have to Ghostbusters beam this thing um. before it possesses somebody else uh, and makes your life hell. And yeah, the, the scenarios they put in... They really do feel like scenarios. They're like, we wanted to do this in the base game, but this crazy. would have been too crazy. And then apparently, after uh, the old, like the Ancient Gods Part One, Ancient Gods Part Two e- keeps going on top of that, so it'll get even harder with more stuff. Um, but the thing where I'm like Super Meat Boy levels uh, of difficulty, where you're just bashing your head against something, uh, they have these free DLC levels called Master Levels. That doesn't sound fun. And the master levels are remixed versions of campaign missions made to be extremely fucked. Oh, so is this like <laughs> Halo Legendary Skull Skulls On? Yeah, oh, basically. Okay. All right. um, and so how these missions roll out is that they there are like certain mechanics within the game that are very sparsely used. Um, so like there's like one area in the game 
or one level in the game where there's like pink sludge on the ground. And when you're in the pink sludge, you cannot dash. You can only walk. Uh, you cannot jump. You're just kind of stuck in it, hmm. right? And they only use it as like, hmm. if you fail the jumping puzzle, you have to start back at the beginning because you're in the sludge. Yeah. Right? But in like the master level, they'll put you uh, in like a, cor- a very tight corridor, lock both doors behind you, fill the floor with pink sludge, and then spawn two heavy charging enemies on either side of you mm. and then be like deal with it motherfucker <laughs> like use you have the mechanics to use it like in terms of your grenades and stuff but how fast are you how fast can you do this yeah and they're all skill tests it there's another one where it's uh like fog will enter the arena and you can only see like a little bit in front of you and then enemies will shoot you from out of thing and they'll put that they'll put the fog down in like this big ass arena and they'll put like the two like heaviest guys that are just before being a boss and they're just somewhere shooting you through walls and like doing some bullshit it's uh they are extremely fucked they are the challenge levels and they are for people who have mastered the movement in that game Mm. um because as you get further on even just in ancient god stuff knowing the loop of uh killing enemies setting them on fire doing glory kills doing setting them on fire to get armor doing glory kills to get health and then when you run out of ammo chainsawing somebody to get more ammo back yeah doing that loop properly is not optional it is mandatory i see because the enemies that come out will be so hard they'll have so much health that you will run out of ammo like i've been in a situation where like i only had one weapon with ammo left and i needed to go find a fodder guy to chainsaw to get my stuff back uh and it's kind of like what you would want out of this kind of game, this like boomer shooter, mm-hmm. movement shooter type of thing. Like you want that challenge. Like if you bought the DLC, you're in it. You in it to win. You're in it to test your skills. Yeah. And I'm having a f- absolutely fantastic time. I do have to like, all right, I, I bang my head against the wall. I had the moment uh, the other day where I had to fight a spirit, like one of the charging enemies yeah. who had the spirit inside him. Yeah. And I, I died like five times in a row. And I was like, all right, take that a break. Sucks. And I came back uh, today. And I beat him first try. And I was like, okay, I just needed a break. Like, my brain was just fried. Yeah, sometimes you just get tired. You don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not thinking. But yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. It, it is still super highly recommended. And also the DLC is not just levels. These are all story stuff. Oh, they're... Oh, really? Yeah, so they're continuing the story from after you beat the Icon of Sin in the first game. And then they all the story characters are back. You're You're trying to defeat the things of hell because there's like other greater powers beyond the person you defeated that are doing stuff and it's kind of setting up it seems like a third game but we'll see how we'll see how the second dlc goes. sounds cool it's awesome it's fucking fantastic if you want to play a fast-paced first person shooter on the pc i cannot recommend doom, doom eternal enough mm. um and it also makes me want to buy there's this indie game i kind of want to buy it's called ultra kill it looks like like it, the graphics are like it's like it's doom 64 yeah like it looks old as shit but apparently they have like all these cool like shooting mechanics that they use uh, to like build up style meter and like movement shoot and do all this stuff. So I kind of want to check that out now. Cool. So we'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's, yeah, it's game time. Yeah. It's good. Neat. Um, yeah. Before we end, I, I I one thing I forgot to mention is I uh I got the new iPhone. Oh, you did the 14 Pro. It's purple. Cool. It's purple. Um, the camera's wicked. Uh. But, but does it, it have 100 times zoom? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> it certainly does not, uh, which I'm okay with. Dude, only three cameras? Dude, my S22 Ultra has five. Oh, wow. 
But I bet my pictures look better. I bet they don't. Wow. I tried the action mode. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Do they have uh, stability and stuff on there for that? It's crazy smooth. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, took some cinematic pictures. Pretty okay. cool. 4K. I, I set all my videos to record in 4K, 24 frames per second. So it's always like a movie. It's only 4K? Yeah, man. I don't need 8K. Dude. You know why? Because I can't edit footage in 8K. doesn't matter. Okay? It's to flex. All right? Look, I could do UH Ultra HD 60 and 8K 24. Oh, my God. Bro. Um, but how, the, how many megapixels is your camera? 48. That's, bro. <laughs> that's it? I got 108 megapixels, kid. <laughs> With the detail in hand, I'm gonna. This is like System Wars, but for phones now. Like yeah. PlayStation's better than Xbox, bitch. Um. Anyways, <laughs> you made the wrong decision, no, kid. I made the right decision. Right. Uh, the reason I bring up the iPhone is I played Marvel Snap. Yeah. The card game. As someone who's not into digital card games, I think it's pretty good. This game is pretty good. How does it work? Like, what's the flow? Uh, you basically load up your field with heroes mm -hmm. and like every hero has a certain a special ability okay and there's like three territories like on the field like middle and then the idea is you keep loading like you put your all your cards in face down like one at a time and then you flip and then you flip them to see who has more power on said field and there's three fields right okay. and then each field you could load up with as many heroes as you want depending on what you want to do mm -hmm. um and then after that it goes into like a battle phase and whatnot it's very it's one of those games that's like very simple as a concept. Like the the opening level tutorials are actually really good for just teaching you how it works. Yeah, it's a very quick paced game. Um, I don't know. It's it's something I think you need to try out. I think like if you're looking for a digital card game, this is probably the one to play right now. Mm -hmm. Like I, because Hearthstone's like as good as dead. True. Uh, True. Runeterra is pretty good. Runeterra is good. Not but... enough people play it. Really? Yeah. It's it's easily their worst performing. Really? Games. I would have never guessed. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, but then again, I guess I guess with League and Valorant, yeah, why, yeah. right, of course it is. Uh, but no, yeah, well, Valorant card game. I play AK forty seven. Do they even have that in there? No, it's like they have like Spectre. Yeah, Spectre, and, Judge. I try playing Valorant again. It's just uh, that's a game I really want to get into. Dude, just click heads. I just hate CS style game. Just click heads. It's so easy. Uh, but yeah, Marvel Snap. Check it out. Like if you want that digital card game itch, mm -hmm. that's definitely the game. I would say the only reason you shouldn't do this is if you, for some reason, despise Marvel. Like, you're just like, oh, True. Marvel is everywhere Image now. comics only. Like, I hate how everyone likes Marvel movies. Like, yeah. you're probably not going to. Dude, you're based, but <laughs> stop. Stop being a wiener, right? Yeah. Uh, and that is the end of the show, I believe. Yes. Uh, TJ was not here today. Yeah, he's got the vid. He does have so the wish, vid. Wish him well. So that's two out of three. I'm still... I, I can find some people to give it to you. I'm good, man. I can do it. Listen, as the only person here who hasn't had it, but also the only person here who's broken his bone this year. Yeah, true. Uh, I feel bitch. like I feel like we're Pussy all... Pussy ass. Drink all. some milk. All this almond milk you're drinking. No calcium. God what damn. What are you talking about? That's why your bones uh, are so brittle, kid. God. Anyways... That's it from us. Have a uh, oh no, Halloween's not coming up yet, so don't yeah. worry. There's nothing to worry about yet. Start. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Just just to get ahead of the game, start building up your Christmas playlist. No. All right, because I'm doing that on, on the Spotify now. I've been listening to some Michael Bubble this week, bro. I'm I'm prepared for the Christmas spirit. We don't need any Christmas music. We do. I'll tell you. I, 
come December 23rd, you can totally play all the Christmas music. Dude, I started already. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? What's <laughs> you wrong know, you? know you? that YouTube video where it's the Michael Bubble Chris, uh, Christmas album with the fire log? Yeah. I've been wa- I've been listening to that. Why? Because I need someone to listen to while I'm farming. Right? Someone was playing Christmas music at their desk. and I, You know what I did? What? I just unplugged their computer. Why? Because I was like, too early. <laughs> so you, they lost all their files because it's too early? <laughs> no, they, they weren't on their computer. It was oh, just okay, playing okay. music. Oh. I was just like, no, too early. Yeah, I was like, enough. Dude, enough. It's the most wonderful time. Enough. All right. We cannot. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.